Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Gosh, we had such a great time in Mendona Heights there at Foundations Christian Center. We had RMAI pastors come for one service. Uh, such a great turnout. And then the church is so hungry for the coming of the Lord. Had a great time there. And if you are in the Minneapolis area, we'll be at Living Word Christian Center here tonight on Wednesday night. We'll have a great time uh, getting into end times again. And if you're anywhere near uh, the Northern California, we'll be in Sterling, California. No, no, not Sterling, Lincoln, California, uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll have a great time getting into the Word of God. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically uh, the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. We look at that because the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. In our new book, End Times Made Easy, I think there's 75, 76 some odd signs. Now remember, signs aren't there to scare you. They're there to show you how close you are to your next destination. Our destination is we're about to leave the planet. Now we, we get into end times not as an escape theology, but as an acceleration theology. When you see the finish line, you run faster. I, I've never seen a runner see the finish line and go, well, I think I'll chill now. All that laboring, all that practicing, all that training is so that you pick up the pace when you see the end. So everything that we're looking at is to show us that. Because, you know, Jesus, he rebuked the crowd only one time. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again. But the one time he rebuked the crowd was say, hey, you can tell what the uh, weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour, your visitation. So he, he wanted them to know. Just like the demons, when Jesus came into town, the demons cried out, have you come to torment us before the time. So they knew Jesus was on a schedule. He was just early. So they're going to get tormented, but not then. So if demons can know, how much more the church should know? So why? Why do we get into this? So that we make changes and we don't fit church into our life. It is our life. I mean, this is it. This is all hands on deck. Every single week I get shocked at what I've seen. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel because one thing after another are pointing to uh, the tribulation. One thing after another are pointing to the coming of the king. So Jesus said, when you see these things, lift up your heads. Why? He doesn't want you downtrodden. Your strength will be tied to your joy. So if you look up and see these things, wow, we're about to see Jesus. So let's pick up with what's happened. It looked like there was an Israeli airstrike in Syria. It's the first time they've hit the airport since 2019. What was it? A cache of weapons and missiles. They get hauled down from Iran into Syria. And Israel did one last week. It's pretty wild that Russia threatened them not to do any more airstrikes in Syria. Well, no one talks about stopping Iran from bringing missiles down into Syria so they could be right on Israel's doorstep. Even the U.S. this week told Hezbollah, stop stockpiling weapons on the northern part of Israel because it's blatantly looking like you're ready to start a war. It looks like the nuclear agreement with Iran's not going to happen. So I like what Israel's response was. It doesn't matter. We're going to take out your weapons uh, either way. Uh, that's their stance they have to take because no one really comes to their aid anymore verbally. Nations should be verbally saying, you can't do this. Because remember what Iran said two weeks ago? In the midst of their negotiations, they said, we'll, we'll vaporize New York City. That's not how you do negotiations uh, uh, to threaten another nation. So many, many things are happening like that. Then you had Jews go up on the Temple Mount this last week. And of course, of the moment they bowed in prayer, they got arrested. So I think in the days to come, you're going to see so much action there at the Temple Mount. I did like that the Sanhedrin a couple of weeks ago got the, the secretions for the red dye for the, for the red heifers. They're ready. I mean, they got the oil of anointing ready. So many things are pointing to the coming of the Lord. You had Taiwan having to fire missiles at Chinese drones coming into their area. You had Iran literally trying to grab one of our unmanned vessels 
in the Mediterranean Sea. We had to go stop them. So you got nations doing little things that could easily lead up to World War III over and over and over and over again. We've got vessels in the Taiwan Straits. We got America is showing having a show of strength there just to try to tone down China. It's weird that China just made the decision over the last six months, we're going to take Taiwan. We don't care what anybody says. So it, it'll be wild to see how that plays out. But there's so many natural things happening, too, that I don't have a chance to get into. But right now, you have the worst drought in Europe in 500 years. You have a third of Pakistan underwater right now. You had earthquakes. Now, listen to this. They, they did a new seismic thing this last week where they tested uh, the earthquakes in Oklahoma and Kansas. There's a big fault line there. Listen to what they found from 2010 to 2019. There were 300,000 earthquakes in Oklahoma. So you got earthquakes and you got wildfires. Wildfires were kind of intriguing because I remember Sister Wilkerson prophesying in the early 80s, 81 or 82, that the next three leaders of Russia would die. And they did right in a row. I was in the meeting when she said it. it freaked me out. I was at Rama. The next thing she said, though, there'll be wildfires all over the earth. And with the wildfires all over the earth, she said it would be a signal of sin burning in the hearts of man. And never have you had wildfires burning so much like there is now. So pretty remarkable to see all that coming to pass. So I think this one was a crazy one. In Birmingham, England, you had Baal worship start again. They were in a big, big stadium, 70 nations, thousands of people. This bull comes out with this woman, sits there and kind of uh, tantalizes the bull, and everyone bowed down to the bull. I thought, this is absolutely bizarre. But that's kind of what the Talmud says just before the coming of the Lord, that Baal worship would be reinstituted. So uh, one thing after another. So we always go back to the Scriptures. How can we tell where we are? We always go with the Word. You can't go by feelings. You can't go by sensation. You go by what the Word says. Although you can get your checklist out and check one off after another of the things that are pointing to His return. But number one, you got Israel regathered in 1948. You got Jerusalem won back in 1967. You have the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back in one day. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire, which is absolutely amazing. You have the Roman Empire's capital building in Strasbourg, France, is identical to the Tower of Babel. Not similar, but identical. This last year, you had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah were. Now, this is the crazy thing. It turned blood red on the Day of Atonement. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water, first time in 2,000 years. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. I mean, how crazy is that? At the end of uh, the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean up the land. Seven years later at the Battle of Armageddon, He calls on the fowl of the air again to clean up the land. So you've got nature, uh, birds in position. You've got Russia in the Ukraine, Russia in Crimea. You had Turkey uh, literally uh, going into northern Syria, and they said, we're cleansing northern Syria like Russia's cleansing the Ukraine. They're, they're killing people. They're not cleansing the Ukraine. So there's so much more. Men will be lovers themselves with selfie sticks. So you go from signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. I mean, that's pretty radical. NASA calls it a tetrad. With that, I forgot to talk about NASA has a new DART program. They're starting this week. It'll be the first time where they ever tried to deflect an asteroid to see if they can change the course of the asteroid. That's happening this week. Why? They know these asteroids are coming more and more and more, so pretty wild. I mean, with that, you had the blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. When's the last time you had that on Passover and Tabernacles? Four in a row. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. Wow. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 
1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492. What did he do? Discovered America to be a safe harbor for the Jews. I mean, then after that, you have the Bethlehem star. I love that Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. The constellation was Virgo. You had Regulus do retrograde motion and it formed a crown over Jupiter. It crowned Jupiter a king planet when Jesus was born. How wild. Well, NBC Nightly News this last year said we have a celestial event, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus, Bethlehem star, first time in 2,000 years. More, there's so much that happened in 2017 in the heavens. I told the Lord, I said, if, you, if you're not coming in 2017, you missed a wonderful opportunity because it was sign after sign after sign after sign after sign. So this is it. We're there. We're, we're at the very end. So what do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor be engaged. We, we don't fit church into our life. It is our life. What is the amazing thing is, is the author of life, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls, the firstborn from the dead, the brightness of the glory of God. We're about to see Him. Wow. We're about to be caught up. We're about to be raptured. Wow. We'll be right there at the throne of God. So with that, Paul said, uh, be therefore steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So he's looking for steadfastness. He's looking for us to do what we're called to do. So let's go for it. Let's be all in. Let's give it our best because we're about to see the King face to face. We'll come back next Wednesday and we'll see what all's happened and we'll have a blessed time. See you next Wednesday. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.